Coming to you from the greatest city in the world, this is the number one showbiz podcast. It's Talk for Two. Here's your host, Matt Bailey. Thank you, Gary. And thanks, as always, to our season sponsors, Axtel Expressions and the Tangent Bound Network. Find fantastic podcasts at tangentboundnetwork.com and all your entertainment needs are at axtel.com. Each generation has their enterprise captain. There's Scott Bakula as Jonathan Archer in the canon, chronologically the first enterprise captain. William Shatner on the very first Star Trek as the immortal James T. Kirk. And following in Kirk's legacy in The Next Generation is, of course, Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard. And now, a half century after the original series defined what a space opera could be, Fans, both new and old, finally have their definitive Captain Pike in Anson Mount on Star Trek Discovery. At once hopeful and adventurous, kind-hearted and even-keeled, Mount has been critically acclaimed for his ability to bring to life Trekkie's every hope for what Pike could be, the one-time skeleton of a character that remained an enigma of the Star Trek universe has finally been fleshed out. It is a role and a responsibility Mount has not taken lightly. As he said during a panel at the Great Philadelphia Comic Con this past weekend, also where I interviewed him, it's one thing to operate in the eight-month bubble filming the show and finding the character, quite another to see the reaction. Fans have humbled Anson by launching an effort to get CBS All Access to give Captain Pike his own Enterprise spinoff, putting Mount in the captain's chair once again. While the character of Captain Pike may have stolen the show this season, Mount has been upfront about having signed to only one season of Discovery. However, after seeing the twinkle in his eye as he talks about cementing his place in Star Trek history, I have a sneaking suspicion we'll see Anson in his Starfleet uniform again very soon. Mount is also the host and producer, along with Brandon Edgens, of the podcast The Well. The show features unconventional celebrity interviews. Edgens and Mount talk with their guests about how those guests think outside the box and quiz their guests on the spark of inspiration that led them to their careers. Part three of The Well's chat with Doug Jones, who plays Commander Saru on Star Trek Discovery and my favorite character besides Pike, just dropped. Check it out on iTunes and subscribe. The pair are amazing conversationalists and interviewers. Of course, In our chat at the Comic Expo, I couldn't resist asking Anson for teasers for tomorrow's finale of Star Trek Discovery, which will drop on CBS All Access at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 Central, and 5.30 Pacific Time. Plus, we also discuss how Anson dug into his breakout role on AMC's Hell on Wheels. Here now to tell us what kind of action you can expect on Discovery's explosive second season finale, our interview with Anson Mount. Anson Mount, welcome to Talk for Two. How are you today, sir? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm great. How are you enjoying the convention? Uh, Well, I just got here, so uh, all I've seen is uh, the backside of Black Curtains and you guys. (laughs) And you guys seem nice, so... I think it's going to be a good convention. You weren't here, uh, you didn't sign yesterday? You didn't no, no, I'm, I'm today and tomorrow. Oh, and my, nice. my Q&A is tomorrow. Is this your first convention doing something like this, or did you do it for Hell on Wheels? I've done a couple of these. Uh, I did I did a Calgary Expo for Hell on Wheels, and then I did um, I did con- convention, or wait, sorry, Creation, Creation yeah. Con in, in Las Vegas, and then I, 
I went uh, and did a little visit in, um, oh goodness, where they make the pencils and they've got the, the, the full-scale replica of the uh, original set. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, but. it'll come to me. Ticonderoga. Oh, cool. Ticonderoga. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, I have to ask, the season finale of Star Trek Discovery airs this week. That's right. Is there anything that you can tease? And what, what to expect in this grand finale? Anything, any little hint? Um, I, I, I don't think it's going to surprise anybody, but you're going to get a lot of action. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just, you know, very excited about uh, a battle sequence that was that is clearly going to be triangulated. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, I saw another interview, and they did dummy sides when you auditioned. When did you find out it was actually Captain Pike, and what was your reaction? How did that all come to well, it, it was after I was cast, and um, it, it was conveyed to me through my representatives uh, here's the actual character, and if you want to do research, and I was like, I don't need to do research. I know exactly who this is, and I cannot believe what I'm about to get to do. I was just immediately nerding out, and uh, uh, I don't think my representatives really understood why I was so excited. Uh, and yeah, uh, it was just amazing, really, really amazing. One of those, one of those moments in your career that. You'll just always remember did that, you, and sitting in the chair for the first time. Did you get to keep the, the uniform or, or the pin? Or no, they're very, they're very, very, very tight with uh, that kind of stuff, as they should be, because uh -huh. they work very hard on. They spend a lot of money, and uh, so the the studio doesn't really like to give up those pieces. Most of those go into archives. Now I have to ask about your name. You're yeah. the third Anson. No, I am the fourth. Fourth, yes. My full name is Anson Adams Mount the yes. fourth. My father was the second. Uh, my brother is the third, and when people get really confused about that, they're like, "Can you do that?" I'm like, "Well, I, I guess we can, because it's done yeah. <laughs> and uh, decided quite a while ago." Uh, but uh, my my brother is from a, a different marriage, yeah. so it, it never got too confusing because he grew up in Illinois and I grew up in Tennessee. Uh, what's the history to that name? Just family name, or is there? reason it was kept. You'd have to ask my grandfather who died in 1926. <laughs> uh, I don't really know. I, I know that it is Nordic in origin. Uh, it means the son of Jan. Um, and, but in my last name, uh, I know is, uh, it's English. It originated in Kent in around 1620 after the Battle of Hastings. And uh, I don't really... I, considering the fact that it was Kent, which was the capital after the Battle of Hastings, I assume that Mount is the Englishism of something like Munch or Mont from Europe. Yeah. yeah. I have one question for Hello Wheels. Otherwise, um, otherwise, my mother would kill me. All right. She she grew up watching it. Um, what research did you do for uh, for that role for Hello Wheels in that time period? Well, I, I, I grew up, you know, when you, when you usually, not always, but if in some schools, and I went to, I had a great school system in my county, in the South, you tend to grow up with a very thorough knowledge of the Civil War. Uh, and so I, I had a, a real strong foothold in that, but I knew 
you know, then we skipped to World War One. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, I think, I think there's a lot more happened. Um, so I didn't really know a lot about Reconstruction. So I, I went to, to, I like to do my research. Uh, there's never a, really a magic moment that there, you, where you find a key that unlocks a character, but it, it makes you feel at least more sturdy in your footing. So I read a lot, uh, and in particular, the book that stayed on my shelf uh, was "Nothing Like It in the World" by Stephen Ambrose, who wrote yeah. "Battle of Battle of." No, I'm sorry. Um, he wrote. Um, um, they turned it into a miniseries uh, for HBO. Uh, Brothers. Yeah. What was that the, about the World War II I'm not, I'm not sure. book? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers. Yes. And this is known as his only uh, non-military book. But then when you read it, you re- you realize it's actually a military subject because the Transcontinental Railroad was built primarily by former soldiers. Wow. Yeah, who had just been trying to kill each other a few months before. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, my last question for you is. In all of your roles, do you get input with the character, especially with Hell on Wheels, and that development from bad guy to good guy? Was that, did you have any input in the writer's room, or was that all they're doing? In Hell on Wheels? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I ended up, in, in the first season or two, no. Uh, you know, there, there is this belief um, that around the third season, the actor, the 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 expert of the character is no longer the writer's room, it's the, the actor, and sometimes that's true. Uh, I ended up developing the best, probably the best working relationship with a writer in my career with uh, John Worth, who came in in the third season, and he, because he was new, he actually relied on me and all the actors uh, to really help him uh, uh, get, get, on the, get in the saddle. No pun intended. And um, uh, he's a very famously collaborative showrunner. Actually, we've been talking about doing something together again. And uh, uh, so from that angle, yeah, there, there, was, there was some input, but in terms of overall story structure or, or story arc, or, those are big decisions left to the writers. Yeah. And my very last question yeah. is we're getting ready to go. I have a theory about how Discovery ends. I know you can't see it okay. too much. All right. But I think when you time jump for next season, does it take it past the timeline of the original of the original series? Maybe that- it will. And maybe it will. I love it. I love it. You'll find out next Thursday at 8.30 p.m. on CBS All Access. Anson Mount, what an honor. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Anson Mount, thank you for making the time at the great Philadelphia Comic Con to talk about Star Trek Discovery's season finale and your journey on that and on Hell on Wheels. I really appreciate it. For the fans out there, you don't know what goes into this. This all came together last minute uh, on a Friday night before the convention, and we were thrilled. And actually, as you'll see over the next couple of weeks and months, we got a lot of stuff from the Comic Con, but Anson uh, was kind of the tip of the iceberg, kind of the anchor that brought us there. And so thank you, thank you, thank you again, Anson, for making the time. Everybody, Star Trek Discovery season finale airs at 8.30 Eastern, or I should say it drops on CBS at 8.30 Eastern, or whatever your time zone is, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, 5.30, it'll be there, adjust for your time zone. That's it for us today. Thanks again to our season sponsors, Axtel Expressions and the Tangent Bound Network. 
We talked about them at the top of the show. Make sure to follow us on social media at Talk for Two for Facebook and Twitter. You can reach out talkfor2cast at gmail.com. And of course, my favorite of all of our platforms, The Mothership. And, and I call it that. That's not just a, a sci-fi reference. I call it that all the time. The Mothership, talkfor2.com. Signing off, I'm Matt Bailey, reminding everyone out there to keep talking for two. You can hear more show business interviews with the stars at talkfor2.com.